Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. A huge roar around the ground. A much-awaited debut for Will Pukowski. And he picks up 50 in his maiden test match at the SCG. Australia find themselves on top after day one of the third Vodafone Test match at the SCG after their batting clicked for the first time this summer. At Stumps, Australia were 2 for 166 with Manus Labuschagne on 67 and Steve Smith 31 as the not out batters. Yeah. Width to Labuschagne, takes it on, drives it confidently through the covers. It's a race, ball, field, a boundary line wins. 50 for Manus Labuschagne. The day began with Will Pukowski being presented Baggett Green number 460 by former Australia all-rounder and Will's old Victoria coach, Andrew McDonald. McDonald was mic'd up for the cap presentation, and here's what he had to say. Just, just like most speaking gigs, lads, I um, want to introduce myself first. Uh, Andrew McDonald, uh, four-test veteran. Uh, I hope as I present number 460 um, that there's a little bit more longevity in this career. Um, it's a huge honour to be able to present Cap 460 to a fellow Victorian MCC player in, in Will Pukowski. Uh, the first time I heard about Will was about sort of 10 years ago when Dougie Patrick went with another one of his big calls and said, I found the next Australian test batter to come through the MCC ranks. And well, he's got it right. So um, he's made a few big calls in his time, but he got this one right. Um, unprecedented times, um, you know, families usually included in these sort of ceremonies. So for those that aren't, aren't here, in particular Yarn and, and your little mate um, Harpsy, um, to those guys, I'm sure they'll be on the phone and they'll be looking back proudly watching this game um, and sharing their journey ahead for you. Um, like most journeys um, in cricket, there's always ups and downs and you've been through a few. Um, but the one thing you've met every challenge head on and the resilience that you've shown to get through this latest part of your journey, I think has been significant in particular with the players around you really believing that this next step for you is the start of a, a wonderful career ahead. Um, your first experience at Caulfield Cricket Club, which you shared with me uh, this morning, um, first venture into the big time was as an eight-year-old kid uh, watching Yarn play and you got called into subfield. Um, and one of the lessons that you learned that day was if it's hit hard, get out of the way. I'm glad that your fielding has somewhat improved since those days. Um, but uh, in all seriousness, mate, um, really um, you know, honoured to be able to present this to you. I was there when you got your Victorian cap. Uh, I've had a, a fair association across the journey through ups and downs. There's going to be some more challenges ahead. The game doesn't get any easier once you've presented this. The next journey is to make sure that you're here for the long term. And I really believe what you've done in Shield Cricket, what you've been able to get yourself through, holds you in great stead um, to join this illustrious family, the Australian cricket family. And whatever challenges in front of you, this group around you will help you through that. Um, and just enjoy it, mate. It's a hell of a ride and enjoy it. Mikowski would survive three chances to post 62 before he was dismissed. But that brought Labuschagne and Smith together, who put on 59 runs until the close of play. That is class from Smith. We spoke to Hall of Famer Ricky Ponting in the last session to get his thoughts on day one in Sydney, where 35 overs were lost to wet weather. 
Ricky Ponting, it feels like an age since the last test, but it finally got underway in a wet Sydney. Uh, we've got to start with the debutant, Will Bukowski, number 460 for Australia in men's tests. He made 62, but had a few lives. What did you make of his innings? Yeah, it looked, looked really good, didn't he? I mean, I, I must admit, I haven't seen a lot of Will. I've seen a lot, a lot of his highlights from the start of this summer in the Sheffield Shield, but obviously the step up to test cricket, we're always, everyone's always a bit sceptical about how guys are going to go and how they're going to take that big leap up. But he looked, the, I like, the thing I liked the most was his composure. He looked really composed. He didn't look overawed at all. It looked like, you know, he trusted his game. He trusted his defence early on against some good fast bowling. And then, you know, just before the tea break started to sort of expand his game a little bit, you know, he started to play some nice cut shots and back foot punches and, and some nice pull shots, which, as, as you know, have been urging the players, to, the boys to do, to take on the bowling a little bit more. And I thought he did that really well today. So, um, look, a, a great start. Uh, he'll be disappointed, no doubt, that he didn't go on and, and make, you know, really cash in and make a big score. But at the same time, he'll be, he'll be, I think, quite content knowing that he's got a game that can stand up at test level. And, um, yeah, as I said on commentary tonight, just we'll keep, we'll keep our fingers crossed and hope that he stays fit and healthy because he could be, potentially be a, you know, a 10 or 12-year player for Australia. What did you make of the way he played the short ball? Um, he took it on, which I which I like, um, and I think he'll learn from you know playing fast bowlers that whenever they generally bowl a bouncer, they get it on the money. And I think that was very you know he got he got challenged today. A lot of the shots he tried to play were probably balls that were a little bit too high, you know, sort of over shoulder height and around head height, and a couple of the ones that he was sort of out of control of. But um, I liked his intent. You know, even when he ducked and got out of the way of the short ball, he was he was watching the ball really closely all the time. Quite often you don't you, know, you don't see that all the time in youngsters coming in. They'll, they'll tend to shy away from the ball or turn their back on the ball. But I thought the way he played it today was was really good. And you know, talking to a lot of the guys that have played against him and done a bit of work with him, they all say that he plays the, the hook and pull shot really well and he plays the short ball fine. I think it's just been highlighted a couple of times that he has been hit. Um, it's been highlighted more because of probably the um, you know the injuries that it's caused to him. So um, he'll he'll learn. He'll get better. Yeah, uh, he got put down. We had three lives. Pant dropped him twice and there's a botched run out. Just on Pant, you wanted him over Saha for his batting despite Saha being a better gloveman. Are those drops a fair trade-off for Pant's runs with the bat? Uh, probably neither of those ones today are fair. No, I think the, the ones today are two that should be taken. Simple as that. So, you know, it's probably lucky for for Rishad that, you know, Pekofsky didn't go on and make a, a big hundred or, or a double hundred. And, and looking at the wicket, you know, it looks like an unbelievable surface. So mm. I'm sure when Richard put those catches down, he would have thought the worst and thought, oh, here we go. This is going to really make me pay. But uh, he didn't today. I've said it all along. The, the, knock, the knock on Richard is always going to be keeping. And we checked some stats earlier. He's actually, since his debut in Test cricket, he's dropped more catches than any other keeper in the world. So mm. It, that highlights, you know, that he has got some work to do with his keeping. Okay. Uh, Pekoski and Manus Labashain put on 100, the first century stand for Australia since the Sydney Test last year. You were critical of the batting intent in Melbourne. What did you make of it today? Yeah, good. I thought at one stage there when Ashwin first came into the attack, they might have been a little bit sensitive. I think he bowled his yeah. first four over five or something like that, or his first five over four. But yeah. um, there, and then, the, and I had a look at this as well, their, their last, of that 100-run partnership, the last 50 runs came off 60 balls. So, you know, that's the sort of intent that you want. And you can feel the momentum of the game changing from then. I think that's also allowed Smith to come in and play the way he started today. He's come in and been, it's been really aggressive from the start because that was on the back of all the momentum going to Charlie's way. So, um, no, I've, I've liked what I've seen. Uh, and even, you know, even I, I spoke to Smithy during the, the last test. He said that he, 
he probably hadn't been positive enough with his batting, particularly against Ashwin, and he, and he certainly changed that today. So the things that they are talking about and the things that they identified from last week, they're, they're doing today, which is, which is all you can ask. Now on Steve Smith, uh, he was 24 off 25 balls, four, uh, 20 of those runs coming from boundaries. Uh, are you surprised that he, he came out just so fast? I mean, he wanted to show more intent, but just to, to that extreme? No, not, not, not when you look at the shots that he played. There are a couple of really lot rank half volleys that he got down the ground. Um, he used his feet well to Ashwin, lost the one down the ground. You know, they're, they're, for me, that they, they, they were just good cricket shots. And I think that's where, you know, where I was critical in, in Melbourne last week is that, you know, you, you've got to find a way. You've just got to um, find a way to score runs, even if bowlers are bowling well. Um, and I think just the loose balls that Smith's got today, he's put away. You know, a half volley is a half volley, and a, and a, and a short ball or a pull shot ball is a pull shot ball. So if you... You have that intent to score and you are looking to hit boundaries. It's amazing how much easier batting becomes. So, you know, what we've seen Smith do in the first couple of games compared to what he's what we've seen him do today is just all that intent. It's, it's nothing else. It's, yes, they might have bowled a few bad balls, but generally when you're showing when you're showing good intent as a batsman, you're going to get more bad balls. Bad balls are going to come, and that's what I've, that's what I've liked from the approach pretty much of all of, all of the Australian batters today. And as we know, Ricky C's been preparing for this match since last night captured by his wife shadow batting in his full kit. Is that something you ever did during your career? I don't think I've ever shadow batted full stop, <laughs> let alone with, in my, with my full kit on. I used to do try and do most of my batting uh, in the afternoon and then before the game and then not have to think about the game or think about batting again until I got to the ground the next day. But each to their own. We know that he's got some peculiarities the way that he goes about things. Um, yeah, I mean, that probably takes it to another level. The fact that he's shadow batting is one, but the fact that he's got his full kit on is a, is a different one. So we know he's a different we know he's a different <laughs> cat, but that's uh, taking it to another level. Sure is. Uh, there were two changes for the Aussies, Pekoski in for Burns and then Warner in for Head. On Warner, he made five, but he didn't look comfortable out there moving his feet at the crease or even running between the wickets. What kind of concern is this for the Aussies and, and Dave Warner? Uh, I wouldn't say he didn't look comfortable moving his feet. I think... You know, Davey's never been a big mover of his feet. Um, I, I'm sure he would like to have had the, the shot that he got out on over again, um, and even the ball before that over again, to be honest. But I thought he started really well. You know, I thought he moved quite nicely. His defence was quite solid. He, you know, first ball he got, he sort of went back and punched in front of point for a couple of runs. Um, I think the shot was probably just a result of someone that we haven't seen playing cricket for for about a month or whatever it's been, four or five weeks. So, um yeah, and the grimace, the grimace on his face from that short single. I mean, I, I hope that he just hasn't he tweaked it again. I, I know that he's coming into the game probably only seventy or eighty percent fit, and obviously all the, the docs and medicos around the team were, were, were comfortable with that, and I'm sure his teammates are comfortable with that as well. So, um, if he hasn't tweaked it again, we'll keep our fingers crossed and hope that he can make some runs in the second innings. Yeah, pretty smart move. He can just park himself at first slip now. Yep, yeah, he's not he's not silly, Davy. He'll be just he'll tape all his hands up and stand in the slips and hopefully hang on to a couple. He did a good job actually in, in the Ashes series. He was yeah. first slip there for for a while as well. So he's, look, he's a you'd rather have him running around in the field because he's you know gives so much energy and creates so much in the outfield. But now they'll look after him and, and I'm pretty sure he'll hang on to wherever he comes to play. Uh, he came in for Travis Head. What does Travis Head have to do to get back in the side? Yeah, look, it's a harsh call, isn't it, on Travis? The averages where everyone's been making it. You know, not a song and down, but talking about it the last couple of days, the average is nearly 40 in Test cricket. You know, Matt got a couple of Test hundreds under his belt. Um, you know, was sort of once talked about as being a future captain, all that sort of thing. Um, so it's, it's going to be a hard one for him to take. Oh, I, for, for mine, it's just 
I think it's the, his motor dismissal that's probably the most worrying. It, it, it sometimes, you know, he'll play, he'll do something early on in an innings that you think, well, you know, why on earth has he done that? And even when he gets in and gets set, there'll be some just a shot that comes out that you sort of sit back and scratch your head with. I mean, I think the the second innings in Melbourne probably a good example of that. Sort of came out of nowhere, you know, first ball of a spell from the bowler, you know, no footwork, quite extravagant drive edge to the keeper or the slips like it's. I think that's probably he's got to. I just think he's just got to find ways to be um, more committed to the to, to that ball. It just seems like he goes in and out a little bit, and just the concentration lapses seem to be the thing that sort of cost him. So um, yeah, but I'm sure I'm sure if he gets another crack at it, and we've seen how good a player he can be across all formats. I'm sure if he gets another crack at Test level, then he then he'll come back a better player. Yeah, I know Head's not in in, the, in this top six, but you look at it with. Pekowski, Warner, Labashay and Smith. You've got tough Matty Wade there at five and, and Cameron Green, the, the young Orlando there. It's pretty exciting for the future. I mean, there's some old heads and some young heads. It's got that really nice balance, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what you always like, isn't it, around successful teams? I think most of the good teams that I've played in, the teams that I've seen, have had that really good really good balance of youth and experience. And, you know, you talk about coaching all the time. I, I still think the, the best coaches are your teammates and when you're out in the middle. So Pekowski to bat with Warner for a bit today and to spend some time with Lava Shane's good. You know, Green got some time in the middle with some of those senior guys last week as well. Um, but, yeah, look, there's some – it is exciting. Um, so, you know, we've been, there's been a lot of talk about Green and Pekowski for, you know, the last couple of years. Now they're both in the test team together. Let's hope they can stay there for a long time. Finally, we lost 35 overs today due to rain. What did you used to do when it rained? Not much. It depended on how long it was going to settle in for. It looked like it was going to be a, a long time off. Then, it, you know, the cars might come out at certain stages, but – I just like to sit back and, and chill and relax. I think, you know, certainly when I was captain, I didn't want to be thinking too much about the game or talking too much about the game in the, in the rain break. Um, I like to try and stay as mentally fresh as I could. So, you know, if there's a newspaper around or a golf magazine around or even flick the races on in the change rooms or something like that, just have a look at what's going on. There, there wasn't, it, well, there wasn't, certainly wasn't too much um, looking at footage or things that have happened in the, through the course of the day. It was just uh, making sure I was nice and chilled and, and ready to go again whenever play started. Great. Thanks, Ricky. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll see you Tuesday. Don't forget to subscribe to the Unplayable Podcast so you don't miss any of Ricky Ponding's analysis after each day's play this summer. But for your breaking news, live scores and video highlights, head to cricket.com.au and the C8 Live app. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.